Let's crack open a beer and share some thoughts. Previously on Opinions. It's a bit of a bonus show, mate. Yeah, where did this one suddenly turn up from, Steve? Well, it's kind of a two or three th- fold. This this little show. Um, well, you can you can explain the first reason because this is kind of your doing. Okay, yeah. So um, for various reasons, changes in living circumstances, which will be coming up in the next six months or so, we've decided we might need a new venue for recording. Now, obviously, we both quite like being in the same place at the same time. It works and the listeners like it, yeah. it would seem. So rather than trying to go back to what you and Mark had at the Beer O'Clock show before, let's find somewhere which is still handy, close by, and as it happens, um, a off-licence that I use quite a lot in Shenfield, which is South Essex, on the, on the main line going up to Colchester, have a very good beer range um, and expanding all the time. They've got a room at the back, so they use for wine tastings midweek. So it probably sounds a little bit different at the moment. We're in a bit of a bigger room than mm-hmm. we normally use. Uh, but very kindly, Dan, who runs Licorice in Sheffield, has said that we can use the room Sheffield? on the moment. Sheffield? Did I say Sheffield? Sheffield. How about Sheffield? Easy, mate. How about Sheffield? <laughs> it's probably a bit closer as well. Yeah. Um, as very kindly said, but on the Mondays that we are doing a studio-based show, but we can use the back room here. So yeah. really appreciate that from Dan. Um, we've... Uh, Thanks him by buying some beers tonight. We have indeed. So uh, I've got a Colonel, Joe Cares, and Common Grounds. And I've got the Holy Trinity of, of beers. I've got Axe Ed, Axe Edge, Halcyon, and Cannonball. Which <laughs> I've got, it's very rare you see those three beers in the same place at the same time. You did get quite excited. I got very excited and I didn't hesitate to, to, to buy the three of them. And as we've started the recording, I'm closing in on, on, on the end of the Axe Edge already. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's. Uh, it's a bit of a trial of, of a new studio for us, but we, we also thought, um, having finished season three, three last yeah. week, we're, we're actually now a year into opinions as well. Yeah. So we thought it'd be quite nice to have a bit of a look back over the first year as well, of some of the highlights that, that, that we've had. Um, and also to, um, because this past weekend we had our summer summit where we looked at all the feedback that we've got from various places uh, and we've kind of put all of that into the mixing pot and in terms of what we want to do to the show and we actually thought it'd be quite nice to give the listeners a bit of feedback from that in terms of what we've taken on board we've listened to some of the comments but maybe have decided not to do anything about that sort of thing as well so kind of a two-fold little bonus Episode, yep. For those it? of us, for those of you who couldn't hear us having our summer summit on Saturday in Victoria Inn <laughs> during their Yorkshire Beer Festival, yeah. But but next year we'll be selling tickets to shareholders <laughs> for, for, for our, what will become our AGM. Um, and then also, finally, we'll probably just have a little bit of a, a look forward in in terms of what people can expect in season four, yeah, as as, as well as the show. So um, let's uh, let's get straight into it then. Let's let's have a look back. Over over the last year, um, we're thirty nine episodes in to really? opinions Not now. Yeah, so we've managed about thirty nine episodes in in the last year. So that's excluding all the other little. This is thirty nine of the regular. That's thirty nine pure opinion yeah. shows. There's been six flavors a month, five Irish beer reports, uh, two uh, opinions on films. Well, one opinions on films. Yeah. 
there's another one coming soon uh, and then a few pod blasts as well so does that include our the second half of our episodes which ran out on other people no that doesn't actually so if you include those probably in total we are definitely well past 50 episodes that, that we've put out yeah. last year that's not bad Dan is it no we've, we've been machines yeah we deserve a break we, we do yeah. we, I deserve a you deserve break. a break you deserve yeah, a break too. absolutely but mate so you're a year in yeah I'm going to put all of this on, on you, you. Um, how do you feel like a year into being a, a podcaster First how way, are you handling the fame how am I handling the fame uh, I'm coping just about when it gets too much I just drink extra beer um, firstly I think the big thing to say I'm enjoying it I do really enjoy engaging firstly with you on a, on a Monday night I should hope so otherwise this thing just wouldn't be really shit work, would, it? would it I don't know people might like that <laughs> Um, we like listening to be a Nomicon, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just two people arguing all the time. Um, but I also really enjoy the engagement that we've been getting throughout the whole year as well, especially as it's followed, you know, very successful beer o'clock show as well. Um, so yeah, I've, I've just generally enjoyed it. I look forward to us doing it. You know, there is, there is you know, I don't do any of the, the editing and stuff, and you tend to do all the planning. Uh, but I'll let you have a little bit of input into the planning. Yeah, let. Um, but you know, it does take a bit of prep. But I do enjoy it. I do look forward to it. It's um, really good, and I'm sure that although we are having a bit of a, a break over like the next five weeks or so, once we get back into it again, which takes us effectively scarily up to Christmas, um, I'll be fully recharged and refreshed. I reckon. Yeah. Plenty of beery adventures in between. Yeah, because you're, you're, you've got quite a lot coming up in the summer, which we're not going to go into no, now. No, that's not what that's that what for, so you'll find that September. Yeah, you're, that, that will spoil next season. But So in, in terms of, because obviously when, when you came into this, you had pretty much only recently just started blogging as well. Yeah, I was so, a year into the blogging. So how, how did you find, I suppose, the transition into, into becoming a podcaster? It's more immediate. So when you write a blog, or write anything, so unless you're somebody just tweets and just types it and lets it fly out the door straight away, with a blog, especially for me, I, even if it wasn't going to be of interest to anyone, I always hoped it, I, A, sounded like me, and B, was gra- grammatically correct. And those were the things I was always trying to do, and then hoped people found it of interest. And that's what I've tried to do the same with the podcast as well. Sounds like me, so I'm not trying to be anyone else or sound like anyone else. I want it to be of interest, but it is more immediate. So sometimes, you know, on the train to when we're going to go and record, you'll text me, there's a, a, a new headline, and that suddenly becomes part of our news story. Mm-hmm. And, and we've had that happen a few times this yeah. season as well. And then by Thursday, we've released it. Yeah. Um, and that's probably quicker than I would do a blog generally. So, yeah, that's probably one of the things I found is that it's, it's very immediate. The only thing that probably has that is probably slowed up my blog, <laughs> my blog posts <laughs> because I haven't got as much to say in writing because I tend to be getting it out on air. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that during the summer, uh, and this isn't you know saying anything about the podcast, is that I, I do enjoy doing the writing aspect as well, but I only want to do the bright. I need to be interested in it myself. I don't want to just write something to say I've put a post out this month or something mm-hmm. like that. So I need to be interested in it. And I think that's what we do here. 
we're always interested in what we're talking about. We've not, not, we don't just talk about something because either someone has very kindly sent us some beers, which we always flag up, or a subject matter just because someone else has suggested it. Even when people suggest them, I think we still have to be interested. What we do, and I mean, again, we'll come on to that when we talk about the the summit that we had and a lot of suggestions yeah. that people made for us, and, and we've, we've tried to incorporate some of that into the the early planning for, for season four. Um, just going back to something else you were saying there about the, the engagement that, that we're getting, the, the thing that I've found, particularly in this last season and towards the tail end of the season, is the interest in the polls seems to have increased. Yeah. Since we did that London one, yeah. especially. Since we put out the rather, you know, uh, the comment about is London still at the forefront yeah. of the craft beer world. Um, and that was, I think, the first one to get over 600. Yeah. Um, we've been regularly getting good numbers on the poll. And the poll definitely seems to spark people's engagement. Yeah. As in the comments as well. Because the, the votes on the poll is excellent. Love it. Love seeing the high numbers, that kind of thing. It's the comments. But when you get in, yes, and sometimes you get low numbers, but you get like 50-odd comments, yeah. which is almost better than the number of people that are taking well, yeah, part because in, in the poll. If we had no comments, the discussion would take about three minutes. Yeah. So we were just doing a results show. Because I know we, we, we played around with the idea of dropping the polls. Yes. Yeah. Because we were talking about maybe changing the format to the show and um, just, just, you know, just feeling like we needed to keep things a little bit fresh. But then we had the incident with, with last week's show where we tried to do it about the poll and there was zero Nothing. engagement. Yeah. And like, like you say, for d- despite the fact that the length of the show seems to have grown a little bit, we do still, that the main part of the show is still the opinions discussion. And if we haven't got the comments coming in on the polls, as you say, it's going to be me and you having our views, which is going to be over in about five minutes. Yeah. Now, some people might love that. Yeah, they might, <laughs> but we'll come to that in the summer summit. <laughs> we, we will. <laughs> um, so let's have a look back over, over some real highlights in, in terms of, of, of the shows that we've done in, in the last year. So obviously, 39 shows is, is, is quite a number of shows split into three seasons. Yeah. Uh, within that, a number of collaborations as well, where you rightly pointed out there's been kind of second episodes appearing on other people elsewhere. Yeah. Um, any real standouts for you? Let's let's almost go a season at a time. So, okay. season one, which we'll, we'll incorporate the pilot episode into that, yeah, which so went, went out about this time last year. Yeah. So first first episode, so the pilot, um, which little did I know, Doctor Who's first episode of this series would be called the same thing. So even Stephen Moffat pays attention to what we're talking about. <laughs> um, that that was good because obviously I guested on the Beer O'Clock Show. This was the first one. Yeah. And that was still the weirdest experience listening back to it when you sent it through. It was the weirdest experience editing it, mate. It was the first time I'd had to edit. That's true as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it was a new experience for both of us, especially season one, because the roles had switched a bit for you as well, hadn't it? Um, So yeah, that that was a highlight because it was like, you know, with the beers from Petrus, we were going through them, we blended the last couple as well and we were just talking and it was, it was good fun. I mean, it was probably one of the shortest episodes as well, so 
Sorry, sorry everyone. Um, I don't know what, what, how, what, how long did that one come in at? According to my uh, podcast feed, it says uh, forty-four fifty-six. No, the shortest one was the one we did on train beers, which was the morning after the Crimbo crawl. Which oh, that's, that's it. Thirty-eight minutes. You're lucky you got thirty-eight minutes out. That's the <laughs> um, But yeah, then we followed it up with um, we had a bit of a three or four week, well, almost said three or four weeks off again because you had a massive holiday to the state, didn't you? Last yes. Year, yeah. With the family. Um, but you came back with some fantastic beers. Uber fresh beers. From Cigar City. Yeah. So naturally, we entitled the next episode, Drink Fresh. Episode and, one proper. Yeah, and yeah. we got to try some ultra fresh Cigar City beers, which I had to thank you for that. They were wonderful beers as well. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to hold you to it on record now because I know you're going to the States yes. in, in October, so... We're, we're expecting some beers yeah, on, on, on an October, November show. The pressure's on. So yeah, that, I mean that was definitely that was definitely a highlight because I felt I was ready for that show after doing the first one, and when you told me what beers we were having, I was like, "Yep, okay, I'm <laughs> ready." Like, I'm right. a bit of that. Yeah. Um, and then it's a case of you know, you know, then we just started playing about with it, didn't we? There was no, did we did we have as much of a theme for series one? We, in your opinion. Was the, the, I think there was a bit of an arc running through it in terms of, I, I think it was around, um, although I say through series one, but it, it, it's kind of something that comes back time and time again. Yeah. It's kind of choice. Choice, influence, that yeah, kind of stuff, isn't it? That always seems to be, if you were to look at all of their shows together, there always seems to be that running through them. Yeah. Um, and that, that might just be because, uh, I, I suppose, a lot of what we do... A lot of people that we engage with, a lot of things that we drink, all comes down to well, what's the influence? Yeah, choices, influence. You know, had what? it had it not been the middle of summer when I walked in here tonight, would I know, and I know it's not raging hot, but would I have chosen three IPAs to drink? Yeah, probably considering not. the three that I'm drinking, probably yes. <laughs> my 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 decision and choices might have been slightly more influenced. Yeah, that's true. But you know, then I suppose. I suppose the highlight of season one for me, or one of the definite highlights, was the uh, two-parts we did with Goose Island. Not the alcohol-free show, then? No. The alcohol-free show was in no way I, a I, highlight. I, I thought I, that was like episode two, wasn't it? Yeah. And I remember at the end of that you saying, really? Is well, this, never did. This what is, have I signed up for? Yeah, three episodes in and I'm <laughs> yeah. given alcohol-free beer. Yeah. Um, but no, Goose Island, really enjoyed yes. that. Yeah. Now, obviously, people will have their own opinions about ABI and Goose Island. However, the basically probably three to four hours worth of chatting we actually did with the guys from, from Goose Island um, and, you know, how well they looked after us, but also their knowledge and passion. So Josh and Johnny, they were so passionate about mm, what they were talking absolutely, about. Absolutely, yeah. You couldn't not admire. And also, Josh... I've never seen anyone wear so much branded. <laughs> I had to take my hat off to him, although it would obviously have to be a Goose Island hat. Well, he is a brand ambassador. He is so a brand you ambassador. Really expect to see him. He does it yeah. well. But, and I've heard Josh speak a few times since then. He loves it. You yeah. know, he genuinely, genuinely passionate it. about what he does. Um, yeah, yeah. And that, that was a real highlight because it was also a pub which we hadn't been to before, the, the White Horse over mm-hmm. past the Teeth, wasn't it? It was a lovely venue, wasn't it? Yeah. So that was a definite highlight for me. So what about you out of season one? Because obviously it was new for you. You, you were with a new host. It, yeah, it was. And it, I, I suppose for me it was kind of... 
there was a bit of a role reversal going on as well because on on the on the beer o'clock show, Mark was always kind of the lead host, almost like the compare. Yeah, kind of thing. and and I would be the one that would be chipping in with kind of you know the knowledge and the news and everything, and I I would generally lead the discussions, but Mark would control the podcast and take it from segment to segment to segment and, and then kind of almost taking over that lead host chair um, yeah but that was tough because it was like difficult to kind of and, and I know we've still not nailed it now but it's better now in terms of segueing from one section into into another it's not always easy because there's not always I think a natural point yeah, no, I, I agree, but we've we've remedied that a little bit with our little jingles that yeah. we have, and I know I know that not everybody is a fan of those, but we like them. We like them, and they definitely serve a purpose. Yeah, because they they, they break up sometimes the uncomfortable segue that isn't is or isn't there, which we just have to make up sometimes. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So so yeah, that that was interesting, um, and then I suppose. What one of the things I, I wanted to do was to, to retain some of the some of what was the core of the beer o'clock show, but to change it slightly. So obviously, what we set out to do was less of a review-based show, which, yeah. which the beer o'clock show was. It, the focus would always be on the beers rather than the discussion, and we've moved it to being more on the discussion while we're drinking beers. Yeah, it's just discussion accompanied by yeah. beers rather than the other way around. Yeah. And, and obviously, you know, what a lot of some of the feedback that we get from quite a lot of people is that actually they like that feel to it because it's just like two blokes talking shit in a pub. Which yeah. I think if we had if we had set out what our mission was at the beginning, that would fairly much sum it up. Yeah, we want to be two, two blokes talking shit <laughs> in your ears, yeah. sort, sort of thing. So, so yeah, and, and then just I suppose it was then just finding finding the almost the content and then the theme for each week's show, which is, is getting easier. I think it's getting easier, but yeah, some, some, sometimes it presents itself. It does, and there have been some times where we've gone, let's forget what we were going to do next week and because we'll do this story's just come up yeah. and we need to cover it. Exactly, so, and, and that works really well when that happens. Um, I, quite, I do like it when those ones happen because then everyone's ready and engaged with it as well. Yeah. And it does feel very much of the moment when you're doing it. Um, but what I, what I also did like is... Uh, I know we stretched it out a bit, but when we did the beer of the year, the Golden Pints. Over three episodes. We did it over three episodes. I, I think maybe we killed it a, a, a little bit, overkill. Yeah. Um, I think it was probably part of our geeky, we want to do a trilogy yeah. kind of thing yeah. as well. Um, and we, we were playing about with it a bit. I mean, to, I mean, to be fair, we also, one of the, one of that part was the, um, the train beers one. Yeah. Which I'm not really sure how much sense anyone got out of. You and I and our, our guest Clayton, our art director. Yeah, we were all hanging a little bit. We were hanging a little bit, despite Clayton's efforts at getting the dirty chicken the night before. Yeah. Which he must be applauded for, I have to admit. Um, but <laughs> we did get a lot of good feedback from that show. People seemed to love the fact we were hanging. Well, th- there's a general theme, isn't there? Either we're hanging... Or getting hammered. Oh, we're getting hammered. <laughs> and people particularly liked jumping right forward <laughs> to, to a few weeks back. The, the now infamous Jack Hammond show. Yes. Um, yeah, people particularly enjoyed me not being able to speak at the end of it, which 
seem to go down the well. The was brilliant, but, um, but I mean, yeah, that, that took us up to Christmas, didn't it? I mean, that was it, it did. Yeah, so that was what was that? I mean, that we've, we've for all intents and purposes, we've kept the the old seasons that you used to do on the beer o'clock show as well. So I like seasons. The, the, the big season, which runs from September to December, so it's a four month run in in there. Then there's one end of Jan, beginning of Feb that goes through to Easter, and then there's the one that's after Easter through to the summer. So it's almost so, like the school terms. It's almost like the school terms, but it's always that end of year, that the August, September to December, is a big chunk of, of, of weeks that we do. So yeah, we launched on, and I think when we, when we originally set out to launch <laughs> Opinions, we were going to be fortnightly, yeah. and it never happened, no. because we went straight into a, a, a weekly cycle. I think the first few weeks things came up quite in quite quick order. Yeah. And it then we felt well it worked. Well there was no going back from there, was yeah. it? Um but no, I enjoy the weekly. I mean it works well. I mean it's a weekly hit. I mean some of the headlines which we do get every now and again, if you had to wait two or three weeks to do it, it probably would be a bit old news. Yeah, you're missing out on them if you're waiting. It's a bit like the saying, today's headlines, tomorrow's fish and chip paper. I yeah. Mean, you know, you need to sort of be on it sometimes. And I think that's what, again, maybe skipping forward a little bit, people quite like that, the news bit as well. People like that. Yeah. That catch up because if they're not on Twitter or they're busy, we do it on Monday, they get it on Thursday. It's not necessarily that old, is it? Yeah, and, and there is that as well, that halfway through, I think it was season two, we, we took the decision to change from a Friday release to a Thursday. Yes. Um, because it, it coincided with a beer that we had been sent that was being launched on, on a Thursday night. And I think we, we had a bit of a discussion about it. And we said, well, you know what? A lot of the people are downloading on a Friday evening and they're not listening to it on a Monday. So actually, by then, a lot of what we've spoken about is already a week old. Yeah. So, and by moving it forward to Thursday night, it's allowed people to download on Thursday and listen on Friday. Now, I know some people listen on Thursday night as well, but like you say, that makes our news only four days old. Yeah. When it's, you know, and yes, a lot of people would have probably seen it on Twitter as well, but, and, and I'm, I'll, you know, be quite um, egotistical about this, we're still the only beer podcast in the UK right now that is bringing up-to-date news on a weekly basis. Yeah. I'd agree with that. And I think it works well. And I think, you know, although the, obviously the Beer O'Clock show went out on a Friday, for me it was a fairly much similar thing. I was usually in a position to listen to it either Friday evening or, Monday or Saturday. It was fairly upstanding. You know, yeah. when you did the news, obviously we've lost the pips. You know, they're not dead. They may come back one day, who knows? But, knows? you know, the, the, I think that's quite important. If you do anything where you're talking about anything which is recent, you need to be out releasing it fairly yeah. in short order afterwards. Otherwise... It's not worth doing that bit. But the, the only thing I am still conscious of not featuring in news are, are events that are within either sort of this coming weekend or next weekend or that sort of yes, thing. Yes, you said that before and that was something I didn't appreciate early on, but I do understand why. Yeah, because if, if you are listening back... It's gone. It's that, that moment in time has gone. Yeah. So we do try and keep the news relevant and topical and also try and make sure that we have a spread of news from across the country as well because we do have a have a listenership from up and down the UK as, as well. Yeah. So it's important that we're covering stories from all over. Um, so just, just jumping forward into, so we got up to Christmas, we've, we've had quite a nice run. Uh, we've done some amazing beers in that first season yeah. as well. 
Um, we then come into season two, which was very collaboration heavy. It was. Good fun. It was good fun. Travelling the length and breadth of the United Kingdom it and was, the British Isles. It was good fun. So, you know, obviously up to Manchester, where we got to do a, a two-parter with the guys from Being Omicron. One part on our show, one part out on theirs. That was brilliant fun. So I met the guys the before. The untapped commandments. Yes. And yeah. I, I assume that people are still obeying. I should hope so. The untapped commandments. God help if we have to revisit that at some point. Exactly. That's what the arc was all about. Indeed. <laughs> um, that was really good fun. I, I had met uh, Ross and Tom before. You had at Indie Man, I think. Um, mm. the, the, Only briefly. Yeah. Just, just to say hi to. But we all really connected. We had a good good time. Steve at Beano, though, hosted us and looked after us very well. Um, and I think we had a uh, brief interview with him as well. Yeah. That was great fun. On the way back down the next day, we stopped off to see Roland from Has Been Coffee and did a coffee and beer special, which was absolutely brilliant. Now, I mean, that was a highlight. Still for me to this day, I think that's probably the favourite show that, that we've done. I think it's because, so basically, I just learned loads of stuff. Yeah. There's so much I didn't I'm know. still telling people now that instant coffee isn't real. <laughs> it, it, it tastes what you think it tastes like. <laughs> yeah. It's basically like the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, that's something that stuck with me. And yeah, so, so we, did, we did that and then we did the collab with the Irish Beer Snobs. When yeah, we, we, we went to Dublin. Again. That was great fun. Part well. one on, on our show, part two on, on their show. And then we did do, uh, we had Michael Alley on as well. Yeah. And obviously Michael's now relaunched a, a new podcast. I like, I like to podcast. think we, we got him back. The juice is flowing again. I think so, and I think it's probably not outside of the realms of possibility that we might be linking up with Michael and his new co-host to do something in the future. That'd be good fun. I I, I would suggest. So, collab heavy for for season two, and and then into season three, we we had another collab that we we did in there, which was the... uh, the music and beer one. Rhythm and Brews one, which yeah. um, again, that was really, and that was quite a drink heavy evening as well, actually. In fact, the drink heavy evening was when we met up with them beforehand. It was, but by the time we got to the end of the recording, their half of the show, we were well, well We've been a brewdog for three hours. Yeah, and we finished off with that god awful <laughs> beverage. Your favourite lemon sherbet drink. Yeah, I still refuse to call it a beer. <laughs> but that was, again, it was, that was really good fun meeting Andrew and Luke. Um, the whole music and beer thing, I think the jury's still out. Um, but did enjoy it. And above all, I recognised some of the songs they chose. Yes. Yeah. Which was, that, that, was, that was good fun. Was, that, was, was that was at least something, wasn't it? Yes, we yeah. recognised the songs. And yeah, but it's a, it's a great format that they do, and I do, love, I do love what they do. In fact, I love everything that the people who've clapped with do. Because they all do something slightly different yeah. to, to what we do, yeah. which, which is great, because that's what collaborations are about. But I don't think there'd be much point in us collaborating with two guys who did almost exactly the same thing. Yeah, um, just one work. No, but the fact is, you've got the... So you're, Janet, Janice and Wayne are doing it from a very much from the Irish perspective, mm-hmm. um, and all, you know although Wayne likes to think he's leading, it's obviously Janice who's in charge. Oh, clearly. Um, <laughs> then you've got the guys not necessarily pairing it. Well, they have a difference of opinion. One is about pairing the beer with the music. One is about influencing your beer taste. Um, and then you've got uh, Ross and Tom from Beer Northern, who a lot of the time get pissed and argue with each other. Essentially sums it up. Yeah. yeah, but it's enormous fun. Yeah. Because they obviously get on well with each other regardless of that. To be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. So 
I've loved doing those and any of those which we have a chance to revisit I'd be up for that I, I think we'll, we'll certainly look into it and I'd like to say I, I know we've already mentioned briefly uh, on Twitter to Tom and Ross about maybe doing something again uh, if we go up to Manchester for the um, for the Beer and Cider Festival uh, again in January and, and I know we've had some discussions about maybe hooking up with Luke and Andrew again and doing uh, another podcast of sorts yeah what the theme would be we don't know we can work on that it, it, was, it was just a good laugh it was good fun they were, yeah, they, they, were, yeah. they were good guys um, um, but I also um, my personal highlight from the first year of the podcast thing apart from the, the Goose Island thing which I just found really interesting as well as the Coffee One Roland was our first opinions on film oh yes yeah. I know you haven't quite included that as a, a, a proper episode but I really enjoyed doing that one Yeah, I really enjoyed watching the film drinking some beers and chatting about it with you because we're both coming in from the same place. We love the yeah. film and we love the beer and we just sat there chatting. It was like, that was the best one I've listened to back myself where I'm listening to me. <laughs> and we're fresh off of just recording the next episode as well. Which yeah, is which you've uh, just listened back to. I've, I've edited today. Uh, sounding good, yeah. Um, despite us having to rush the beers a little bit at the end, yeah. Because we, that was my thought. As we well, lost so track probably. slightly of time, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that will be that's uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark this time, uh, and that will be out on the seventeenth of August for, for people to listen to. Okay, well, hopefully, you know, people in, people enjoy that one as well. So they, they are. I mean, we'll say it yeah. now. That they, they're quite niche, and it's yeah. a little bit of a vanity project for you and I. Yeah. We don't expect everybody that listens to the main show to listen to them and enjoy them because it, they're not everybody's cup of tea, but they're something that we want to do. Yeah. So, God damn it, we're going to do it. We're going to come and do it. And then the next one will be a, a, a Christmas themed. A Christmas themed, which you'll have to listen to the Raiders of the Lost Ark episode to find out <laughs> which film we're going to cover. I'm not going to give that exactly. away. So, was there any other, any other highlights you wanted to... Just, I suppose, the last one, and, and this is uh, probably a more recent one that so came in in season three, was um, when... I'll say, I'll say we, but it's like the royal we, as in <laughs> when I decided that we were going to host Craft Beer Hour, and I then decided that we were going to record that week's podcast live while recording craft beer hour which you told me just before we started recording opinions on film back to the future yeah you said i've had a brilliant idea and i went oh no. you hate it when those words come out of my mouth <laughs> it's, it's a bit like blackadder when he hears Baldrick go, I have a kind of plan. Plan. <laughs> um yeah but that um that was fantastic was, I, that was enormous fun it was hard work it was yeah. an intense hour because we ran four polls live during the hour as well. Yeah. Um, all around the theme of supermarket beers, which ha we have covered many times yeah. in, in the last year. And I think we might be done. For, I think we've said we're done with that for a while. I think at least, probably for, uh, I think for at least season four, unless yeah. something major happens, I think we can probably unless, avoid it. Let's put it this way. Unless we see Cannibal on the shelves in Tesco's, it's when we're probably not going to mention it. If we do see Cannibal on the shelves in Tesco's, <laughs> we might not see Steve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, that was that was immense fun because uh, it was we were on our game. We were we were. I, I think in terms of the way we interacted on that evening, we were bang on. Um, but we were also managing the polls and uh, the feedback that we've had from people about that show has been really really positive as well. And I know Tom was was thrilled with us kind of putting a. This is what Craft Beer Hour is about. Yeah. 
engage, out there. engage while you're yeah. for the hour. And yes, you're right, actually, that was probably second to the Back to the Future one. I really enjoyed listening back to that one because that hour flew by. Absolutely, yeah. But when you listen back to it, it felt like it flew by. Because, mm-hmm. like you say, we were tweeting, keeping an eye on the polls, responding back to the polls, and having to remember, we're actually recording a podcast, so people need to hear us say something. Yeah, and doing and what we... About, and we spoke about the beers very briefly as well. Yeah, and, and doing what we do in terms of sharing people's opinions yeah. on, on things as well. And that's, again, when we look back at the year, and I know we've already said this once, and it's not probably won't be the last time it comes up, but the engagement that we get from our listeners is what keeps the show going. Yes. If people didn't comment on the polls that we do, and we didn't have those comments to read out and share and to stimulate our own discussion, it would be a much different, very boring show that people would be listening to. I'd agree. So yeah, I, I want to take this opportunity to thank every single person that not only listens to the show, but that also takes the time to respond. I know we don't always mention everybody, yeah. but we do try and make that a fair spread of people that we mention over different shows as well. Between us, we read all the comments. Yeah. We read them all. We yeah. might not read them out, but they do get read. Yeah, yeah. We, we've seen, by the time we record on a Monday night, we've seen all the comments yeah. between us. We, we've, and we, we, what we try to do is then get a balance because you could have 10 people saying essentially the same thing. Yeah, and that's what balancing it out is, a, yeah. is, is, is about. So sometimes we'll say, well, this, this is the theme of the comment and these people all contribute yeah. to that theme. Um, and that's that's how we're going to keep things going yeah. for, for the foreseeable future. Um, so so that's that's year one. Um, you, you're obviously in now for year two as well. Yes, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm signed up because don't want to have to do X X Factor style auditions. To well, to be fair, you, you've sent me a schedule. Well, yeah. To be fair, you helped me populate the schedule yeah, at, okay. at the weekend as, as well. So um, it's probably uh, a good time then to to talk about um, what what. We entitled our summer summit, um, which we had at, at the weekend. Now, obviously, we um, have been running. As people that listen to the show will know, we've been running a listener survey on on the show, which uh, we had seventy eight responses to that in the end. Which so, I think is pretty good, actually. Yeah. Thank you to every single person that took time to fill that out because those comments are very, very valued as as well. And we did take those comments into our discussions yeah. that, that we had on Saturday. Um, thank you also to and not everybody will be aware of this but we have uh, a thing called a listener panel so we've got a uh, a dm group of of people that listen to the show that uh, a few months back we put out a tweet and said does anybody want to give us some feedback uh we got about 20 people come back selected about 15 of those i think we selected about the first 15 um, and put them into a dm group and we've been firing them questions and thoughts and they've been feeding all of that back yeah. to us and we're really grateful to those guys for taking the time to do that. And we also get a lot of comments on Twitter over time that we do pick up from time to time. And I'll say to you, oh, somebody said this. Yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look at that. But we, we wanted to take all of that and actually made sure we did something with it as, as well. So made sure we were addressing some of the things that, that the people were saying. So we had our summer summit and I had a lot of fun producing an agenda and associated papers and, and, and everything, just just for a laugh, but then we actually ended up using it. We did use it, because I've got scribbles on all these bits of paper as well. Um, so, and, and we thought it would be just a nice little way of feeding back 
to the people that took time to feed back to us that we did actually take on board some of your comments. So um, the, the, the next part of this previously on Opinion Show is, is going to be looking back at those comments. Yeah, and there were a lot of comments, to be fair. It's not just people marking it one way or the other. So, you know, and, and just so if anyone who didn't see the pictures, Steve has basically put the survey likes onto one page of A4 and the survey dislikes onto another page of A4. So, he's, again, he's put a little bit of work into this. Uh, so thank you, Steve, for making it nice and easy for the uh, Summer Summit. I think, I think we had to. Um, let's, I mean, let's, before we get into those, let's go in with some headline figures because people like big numbers. Yeah. So in terms of the show, we get um, an average of about 700 downloads per episode, yep. which, which is pretty good going. Yeah. And that builds over time. So, um, and we did notice when we switched to Thursday night, we were getting more downloads uh, immediately. Yeah. So that, that was a good thing for us. So, so gradually it will build over the space of about three or four months to, 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 to around 700 episode, uh, downloads per episode. In the last year though, we've had 26,500 downloads, which is quite incredible in, in terms of the, the, the number of downloads that we've had. Yeah, that's fantastic. For, for the show. That is really good. So I just want to say thank you to every single person that's downloaded an episode this year because, again, if it, if it wasn't for you guys actually listening to this... Oh, fuck it, we'd probably still be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be shorter as well. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's give, give the people, uh, give the listeners some feedback around the things that they were saying and what we've done with that feedback, essentially. Well, I think going to one of the ones I've already referenced, so beer news and discussion about new beers, breweries, festivals. Now, obviously, you've pointed out new beers, breweries, festivals, we sort of breweries, it's okay, but new beers and festivals, we need to be careful of when our show goes out versus that kind of news. The informal nature of it came up a few times as well. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, you know, again, definitely helpful for being in the same place at the same time. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Which other people have commented on that we are in the same room. So that, that's good. Uh, a wide variety of beer subjects, beer styles, festivals, locations, untapped, Doctor Who. Yes, there'll always be a mention for Doctor Who. Although you might have less of the sonic screwdriver bottle opener now. Unless I bring it with me. Just for you, Steve. Please don't. Oh, no, I'm going to now. Uh, apparently, I, I take this as a, a compliment. Normal people talking about something. I like that. Yeah, well, we, we got called normal. I like to think we are quite normal. Uh, you know, the rapport between us, and I think, again, that comes, it definitely comes from being in the same place. Because there was definitely a rapport with you and Mark being in the same room at the same time. It was like when you guys did your live shows. It's easier when you're in the same place at the same time. Absolutely. Don't care what anyone else says. Um, the topics, regular features, bittering lingerness, the infu apparently our enthusiasm, willingness to try new things, that'd be you and Sows and Saisons. <laughs> uh, you know, I enjoy the new section, associated debates, because yeah, sometimes Again, we don't just read the news headlines. We then go into a bit. There's of been quite a few times where it's spun off into debates now. And a bit well. of tangent yeah. about it as well. So you know that's quite good. Um, you know the, the the banter, the realism, the finger on the pulse, divided opinions. Which again, I quite like that one because I think that we do come at things that, from a different angle a lot of the time. We we do, and you don't let me have my own way about things, which I don't like. 
Because I'm, I'm used to getting my own way. Yes, um, <laughs> I, I'm not very good at that bit. I'm not very good at letting anyone get their own way. Um, and I, I like the fact that, you know, people feel they can relate to it. Even when we do the geeky bits, even if the geeky bits aren't always about the beer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 the likes have been very good. And I can recognise a lot of a lot of what we do now, and a lot of the feel I had for it, especially once we got to like season two, um, especially probably when we were doing the collaborations as well, you know, about people just chatting and yeah. also being informative at the same time um, and the debates. So yeah, I, I really appreciate, I mean, I definitely appreciate it because again, first time I've done the whole podcasting thing. I guess from your point of view, Steve, it's, it's the first time you've done any sort of survey associated with the podcasting? In, in this level of detail, yeah. yeah, we did a very brief survey once, which I don't think we got a lot of responses to, but, but this was a level of detail that went beyond that. And th this is great because this is part of the service that our podcast hosting service offers us as, okay. as, as well. So th this was all done for us by that service. Okay, that's, I mean, that's really handy. And, you know, I, again, I'm going to echo what Steve said, so thank you very much for responding. You know, with regard to how we take the likes forward, well, obviously, from my point of view, and I'm speak for Steve here as well, I'm sure, is that the stuff which people like, we'll be doing our best to incorporate either consciously or unconsciously or subconsciously, depending on how much beer we've had. We'll just build on yeah. the stuff that we do well. I mean, I think going back to something you were saying there, the first season that we did was very much about us finding our feet and, and, and finding out how we work together. Yeah. And it did take a few episodes well, for, for that yeah. to happen. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to um, share some, some feedback that we had offline as well. And I know the person that gave it won't mind us sharing because he took the time to email. So, so, so Miles sent us an email um, and, and said that he found the first couple of shows uncomfortable listening because he had been used to the, the, the balance that, that Mark and I had. He said, but over time, you could tell that we started becoming more comfortable with one another and we, we are now at a stage where we, we're, we're working off of each other's cues as well, so we know what's coming up next. So if one of us is talking, the, the other one is preparing to come in with the next segment as well. And... I, I knew it wasn't going to happen overnight. It, it took Mark and I four years to get to that point where we were at at the end of the Beer O'Clock show. We've managed it inside of a year. But that's been made easier by the fact that we're in the same room. And also, you've got four years of podcasting experience. Yeah, I suppose there is. I'm sorry, so if we've both been newbies, it may have taken longer. Um, so yeah, I would say there's a number of factors in there. And yeah, you know, Miles did give us some good feedback completely separately and took a bit of time to do that as well so you know, thank you thank you miles that is listeners the sound of a cannonball being cracked open by steve that is the sound of inevitability so um, that's what it is moving on to what we've called the survey dislikes um yes. unsurprisingly the first bit which comes up uh, is the length um you know that's you know I get it, you know, I think the beer o'clock show used to be around about the 45, if we ever top 30 minutes it was, True. it was pushing it. Um, I'm of the opinion, and this isn't to say we're not trying, so let's just, 
Steve always starts off with the same thing. As he presses record at the start of a show, let's keep it in the hour, Martin. And I swear he says that all the time. So, yes, I think they can be a bit long, but I listen to podcasts which go on longer than my commute. And my commute can go on long sometimes. I just press pause and come back to it. So, what I do think is there was another comment about we can repeat ourselves sometimes. And I recognise that. So, so and I think we've said we're going to try and address that. Yeah. So, you know, the words succinct is what we will be aiming for in season four. Yeah. If it still turns out to be a bit longer than perhaps the ideal length of the show, that's one thing. But if we are repeating ourselves and just taking up time, that's another thing. And, and I think part of part of that as well is, is, is a commitment to what we're going to do. Because the show has very distinct sections now. And they're always in there. And unless it's been a slow news week, we might drop the news and replace it with your shout from what's brewing if that's yeah. happened to fall in the same time but what what we're going to do is commit to putting some time codes in the show notes as well so that if people do want to jump about the show and, and I'm not advocating that people should skip parts of the show but if you've got the time codes in the show notes then you can you can go to the bits of the show that, that, that you want to listen to no and you're disagreeing with that I know but no I'm, where's my chance to do the survey it's no work for you is it I'm going to do the survey now it's no work is for you is the survey you. still open no it's closed Damn. Um, no skipping so <laughs> no ideally we don't like people skipping and the shows will be as long as they are it's, it's as simple as that. But what we all try to commit to is not repeating. Being, being much more succinct, yeah, yeah. Abs- absolutely. Uh, something which came up, and I think this has come up a couple of times during the actual seasons, especially the last couple, was the sort of fading intro. Now, there's two main reasons why we chose to do that. One was, um, it was we felt it was quite a nice way of it just being the two blokes in a pub talking shit, whereas you you sort of walk past them and you catch it. The other one was that starting off the show saying the word opinions is actually not that easy. <laughs> I so wish we had called it something else. <laughs> I really do. So, but what, you know, obviously anyone listening to this now will have noticed that we started off a little bit more formally tonight. And I think that maybe we'll sort of see how it feels I mean I think there's got to be sometimes it might be the perfect moment for Steve to press record and I think there might be times where we think okay right we just need to go into that show and that's where Steve will come in one take Steve opinions welcome that, that'll be it um, but we, again we can I, only dream yeah but I do get it because not many podcasts do do a fade in start no most no. podcasts do do an intro so if you listen to a lot of podcasts it's also what you're used to. I do, but my counter-argument to that has always been, not, not just that it, it's... Opinions is a hard word to pronounce when you're doing it as a, almost as a set script. Um, but my view on this has always been, if, if people are listening to the show, they know what they're listening to because they've downloaded it, they've gone out of their way, they've found it, they know what they're listening to, so why do they need us to introduce what it is that they're listening to? Uh, that's a valid point but I think every now and again I think we'll see what we can do we're going to play around with it and and hopefully we'll find a comfortable point maybe a comfortable middle ground where it still feels natural but doesn't necessarily have that in between the conversation bit but 
I would say that having tried it once with Steve Dunterley, saying the word opinion straight off cold is nigh on impossible. Yeah. We'll, we'll find, we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll continue to play with it. Um, one of the other comments was, and, and I do want to mention this one because we didn't have a lot of comments about the actual opinion segment itself, which says to me that people are happy with obviously the fact that it's something different every week, they're getting involved, or all the rest of it. One, one, there was one comment around um, there's an overemphasis on craft to the detriment of more widely available cask beer, which I completely take on board that comment, but we simply can't record drinking cask beer. It's not possible to do it, and frankly, neither of us are that keen buying the bottled versions of cask beer to feature on the show. No, I'm not. Because they're just not that interesting. So I suppose what we could commit to doing there is, is maybe featuring a bit more of the cask beers that we've been drinking and enjoying Although during the week. I would say that cask probably features a bit more prominently with me on the show anyway. I think I've brought more cask it, it does, to yeah. the party. And you won't just let me call it flat brown shit. No, wait, I'll, I'll call you out every time. Right? <laughs> um, so yeah, I do, I do understand it, but you know, if we're, most of the time we're doing a studio-based show, either in our own venues, someone else's venues, rare we're doing it somewhere where we can get decent cast beer. If we were, we'd have it. You know, but like, you know, we, we've done a number of shows at Brewdog. There's no cask beer there anyway, so... And it was our intention to have cask beer when we did that show at Weathersburg. Yes. Unfortunately, they just had no decent cast beer. No, on so we, we ditched it. Yeah. I, I had already scanned it, and they went, no, there's, yeah. no, there's nothing there worth having. Um, so it's, it's a valid point, but I do think, you know, in the in the usual show, cast does get a fairly decent chance. Yeah, but I think we can maybe just keep if that can, going. And if, if we, we can, can find a, yeah. way, a way, we will. Yeah. Because... Uh, as anyone who's listened to the show the last year knows, I am a big cast lover and cast advocate. Mm-hmm. There, there, there was another comment in terms of um, somebody was talking about the polls and saying that they struggled to uh, get involved through Twitter. And is, is there any way we could do them on a, on a website-based mission type thing? Um, appreciate that Twitter isn't everybody's thing, but Twitter is where the vast majority of our audience lives. Yes. Um, and it's a lot of hard work for me managing just the Twitter polls and basically gathering the feedback from a Sunday night in time for a Monday. I simply don't have time to do it through any other mediums. So while I appreciate that that person is struggling to get involved, I'm really sorry, but we're only going to keep it on, on Twitter. I, I have thought about doing it on Facebook as well, but our audience on Facebook isn't that big, and I think we'd end up having far more discussion-based stuff that I simply don't have the time to get involved in. Yeah, and I think on, on, on that note, again, I agree. Twitter isn't everyone, and will never be for everyone, but it is where most of the listenership resides and it's also where you get the most immediate feedback as well yeah um and you know this is a hobby for both of us this is something that we fit in around whatever other things we do and especially for you steve with you know the editing lining up certain things you know 
you're the point of contact when people want to talk to us and stuff like that. So to actually then try and do the poll through another medium as well as, I can appreciate that would take quite a lot of time as well. But So I do appreciate the feedback, but you know it's very, very difficult. Um, you know, because like I said, it is, it is a hobby. Um, and in that sort of vein, you know, it's a bit like the, you know, mispronounced brewery names and for anyone who, who watches Soccer Saturday and uh, Paul Merson's, you know, difficulty with pronouncing a lot of the footballers' names these days. Yeah, Bourbon and Bourbon gets a bit intertwined for me sometimes. Um, and yet, you know, sometimes our, our way of describing a beer can be a bit, I don't know, maybe samey at times. But again, it's not my full time. I've got no, put it right out there here and now, no professional qualifications in this stuff whatsoever. I'm just enthusiastic about beer. Mm -hmm. And I've just decided to start sharing that with people. I love to find out more stuff. You know, the, one of the things that I have found with the blogging and the podcasting is I have learned more than I did before. Two years ago, I started blogging. A year ago, I started podcasting. I do know more about there are times when I will just use the first word which comes into my head. And generally that's a word I've used before. It's just, just, it's just it's the way it is. The way it is. But yeah. no, I do appreciate it. And, you know, and Steve has referenced it before, that one of the things that he learned early on was to say a bit more about the beer when he was tasting it. And that was from a long time listener of the show, Justin, yeah. who said, who gave him some really good tips at the time. And I remember what Justin said to Steve and what Steve said to me about it. We do try, and sometimes when you're recording, it just doesn't come to your head. And then afterwards, I go, oh, "What did I say?" I knew what I was trying to say there. Yeah. but you get caught up in the heat at the moment. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, it's not an invalid comment. No, no. And while, while we're talking about it being a hobby, um, and you know what we fit in around other things, there's a couple of other things on that theme. So. So somebody said that they that they missed the lack of interactive tasting, which is obviously something that we used to do on the beer o'clock show. Was was we'd announce a whole season's worth of beers so people could get them, so they knew that what they were going to get to drink. And on occasions, we would team up with people to provide that as a box, what they could then buy. That's an incredible amount of work to to put into that. And frankly, I simply don't have the time to to do that anymore. And when when we started opinions when we moved from it being review based to discussion based with drinking beers in the background i think we said that our that the way of approaching that was it would be either what was in my fridge if we were at mine yeah. what was in your fridge if we were at yours or if we were sent something we'd, we'd drink that yeah. and that's that's our criteria for it and it, it will remain so as as well but we hope to a certain extent with with now doing the opinions on films. Yeah. Hopefully by now teaming up with beer merchants to provide themed boxes, people can get the beers that we're going to drink during one show at, at least. Well, yeah, and you know, again, and this comes back to the early comment about sometimes the show can be a bit long. We tend to do two or three beers in a show. Whereas three or four. you guys <laughs> very rarely do we do two beers. Okay, that's true. <laughs> and in fact, that's, we do, nothing we've ever done two no, beers. The the beer o'clock show tended to focus on the one beer. Yeah. So it was the beer, and then you did the bits around the beer. 
So like when you did the Belgian beer box and beer merchants. Um, was it beer merchants? No, no, it was, it was up in Berry. Um, I can't remember where it's on. But you did the I box can't remember what it's called now. For the whole season, but it was one. Beautiful beer. beers. Thank you. It was one beer per show. We tend to do more than one beer per, we always do one, more than one beer per show. It would act, logistically, that would actually take a lot more work. And then yeah. it's what beers you do out of the box. So again, it's a hobby. We hope people enjoy our sharing of the hobby. You know, we enjoy sharing it with you, but I think there are certain things that we can never quite tick the box off. And also, when we're amateurs. Yeah, and, and that's that's the big one, and that's the big last point as well that I want to come on to on, on the kind of the, the negative feedback is, is that we had a lot of feedback about the, the quality of the audio. Um, particularly when we do on location re recordings, particularly when we've got third and fourth guests, because we're working off of one microphone that, that can only pick up so many people. Now, as you say, it, it's a hobby for, for us. We are working with basic equipment here. So uh, I will describe the equipment that we've got. We've got an iPad, a microphone that runs off of the iPad, and an arm that holds the microphone. And that's it. The arm's new. The arm is a, the arm is an upgrade. Because we were getting re residual, res residual noise off of the table when we were placing glasses yeah. and things off it. So we needed to get the microphone off the table. So the microphone now sits in the air between us. Uh, that's in a cradle that removes some of the vibration. The, the microphone is for running a microphone off of an iPad. It's one of the best that you can, you can get on the market in, in terms of what it picks up. But it will only ever pick up what it is able to do. I'm still a year in learning how using different fu functions on the editing software can make the sound better as well. You're never going to get from us the polished production of say like a good beer hunting or something like that because we simply we don't have the expertise we don't have the time we don't have the money to, to, then, to do that you know we wouldn't have the pod blast now either because the pod blasts are done on the phone a lot of them they are because yeah. they're, they're off the moment yeah so we get a chance we see someone we speak to them for 10 or 15 minutes we are using the inbuilt microphone on our respective you know, smartphones. So, but for me, again, this with the other podcasts I listen to, I listen to some very good quality podcasts. But you know, especially like the ones where we do on location, for me, that's a bit like a live album. You know, when I, when I, and I used to like listening to live albums because it made me feel like I was sort of in and around where it was happening. But you know, we are again enthusiastic canisters. This is a part-time hobby that we do. We have, you know, other hobbies. You know, anyone who's listened to the geek episode would know that <laughs> we have other, yeah, you know, we have other geekdom to feed. Yeah. It's, it's not just about the beer. Um, I mean, I'm not saying people are necessarily wrong about that, but there are only certain things we can do. You know, when I used to try and listen to this in my car, it didn't work so well. Headphones when I go on the train, a lot better. You know, it's. You know, you. I would say you've definitely picked up a few tips over the last, especially over the last six months, with the things you can do with the iPad, with the editing suite, mm -hmm. um, the fact that we now use the arm. A few things we've eliminated, which may have got in the way as well. But yeah, it's never going to sound like a, 
a, a radio four interview where both people are in the studio at the same time with their big headphones on talking into dedicated mics and all the other sound is gone. But I'm not sure I'd want it to because no, I, I don't want it I to. think we would lose that two blokes talking shit in a pub yeah. element to it. So, I agree. But I, I just wanted to acknowledge because that was by far and away the biggest area of feedback that we got where we could improve. Yeah was around the audio and we are trying to make small steps but to it will always be incremental yeah it'll always be incremental steps and like I said to the show you listen to now may sound again a bit different because we're in a slightly bigger room big wooden table maybe a bit of you know a little bit of an echo going on but we're trialling this venue to see how it works for us because partly because of logistics anyway yeah so hopefully you'll bear with us because you know Steve again might need to muck around with the editing how this sounds compared to how it used to sound in our various various homes anyway yeah so last thing i just want to cover off quickly is um the spin-off shows so it's so obviously we have not just opinions but we have uh we now have opinions on films we've had flavor of the month we've had irish beer report and we've now had the new pod blasts what, what we've introduced so we, we discussed all of those uh, at the weekend and we've had some feedback about some of them as well so um We'll go for the feedback and then go into some of the yep. decisions that we've made. So, uh, somebody said that wasn't keen on the Back to the Future episode, more chat about beer and less about the film. Those podcasts are about the film, not so much about the beer. I was going to say, to be honest, you were lucky you got some chat, chat about the beer. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, frankly, if you don't want to hear us talking about films, don't listen to those episodes. Yeah. It's uh, it's the, the, best, the best one in the world we will get drawn into the film anyway because we are watching the film at the same time yeah. we're recording. We, we just happen to be lucky that we've got providers that are giving us beer to feature with those yeah. th- those films. Um, people said that they didn't really have a lot of interest in the, in the Irish beer report, didn't think there was anything wrong with them, just preferred the normal content and I'm, I'm going to add to that a lot of people have said that they just can't get a hold of the beer so it's not of interest to them. I think we've we've made the decision to for now to stop the Irish beer yeah. report. Um, if uh, we end up working with Irish craft beers again, it might be that those beers just end up featuring on the main show right. rather, than, rather than a separate show. And we'll try to ensure that where the beers we feature are red, more readily available. A- absolutely. Um, and flavour of the month essentially stopped because. The, the job that I previously had in Leeds, I no longer have. Yeah. So I, I wasn't able to be at Little Leeds Beer House to, to pick up regular beers. Um, so again, we've decided with that to stop that for, yeah. for the time being. But using this new recording venue, it might be that we start introducing some of the what are the beers of the month while, while we're yeah, recording. Yeah, what, what are the big releases recording here? And and then the the other one is that the people have said about the interviews, could we separate those out from the main show on, onto their own shows now? And I, and I think that's kind of happened naturally because because the main show has continued to grow in terms of length, you then put an interview on the end of it and it becomes even longer. Yeah. So I think it was quite a natural point for us to start putting out the pod blasts where here's 10 minutes, here's 15 minutes about one subject, have it, listen or don't sort of thing and so I, think they've been very, I think they've been good because there are really our, our only true interview based shows yeah. that we do Yeah. I mean you did three while you were up in Manchester at the, at the beer week because you made me because I said you had to do some work Yeah. so then when I went to a tap takeover you told me I'd do the same Yeah. And that's, that's how it is from now yeah. 
Um, again, which I did enjoy it, um, and I think we've had some quite good feedback about it. I think what people have liked is that they're short and snappy, to the point, 10 or 15 minutes, you can download. They're not necessarily time critical either. Yeah. They're just the flavour of what we were getting when we were there at the event. So Absolutely. We will, we will endeavour to carry on trying to yeah. do those. So, so moving forward, from, from this point forward, what, what, you, what you're getting from us is opinions, opinions on films, and then podcasts. Yeah. That's, that's, that's all that's, that, that, that's coming out. Um, and then just um, in terms of one other thing um, that we're going to retire next season and I don't say this lightly you know, it's, it's quite a sad moment but we've decided that the prizeless prize has had its day on, on, on the show for now for now it needs a rest but like all you know anyone who watches any of the Marvel or DC programs that we watch no one dies no one is ever truly dead so you know this is not you know RIP the big box or nothing it's just a you know it's just it's just a bit of a rest a bit of a rest and we know the big box is in safe hands yeah with um, Justin because it's with one of the and, and Justin was one of the early forefathers of, of the big box of nothing yeah. used to win it very regularly uh, it now so so and it's it now sits in our homeland in Essex and until the point at, at which we feel as though we, we will really reintroduce it but so, so from season four um, there'll, there'll be no more prizes prize but we will still carry on looking and we will if we really enjoy something you may get a mention but absolutely formally the big box is having a rest yes um, so that gives people a bit of a flavour of, of our summer summit yeah what, what we had at, at the weekend and some of the changes that we're going to make to the show uh, moving forward um, I thought it would be useful just very quickly um, to, to give a brief overview of some of the things that are coming up in, in, in season four. So what have we got planned for the next 14 weeks? Or yeah. something ridiculous something like, like that, isn't it? So, yeah. um, you know, a couple of highlights. We're not going to say exactly when these are happening, but the aforementioned Justin is going to appear on the, uh, the season opener. We, we are going to bring Justin back. He's been in retirement for... Over a year. Since the, almost the end of the Beer O'Clock Show. Yeah, yeah. so for over a year... Justin hasn't really been, you know, we haven't heard from Justin. Well, he's never been on Opinions. No, so he's coming on Opinions, and um, he's going to share with us some beers from his cellar. And by all accounts, he has some good beers. There are some in there. sweet beers that we're going to So be we're to expecting get. to have a bit of dust coming off some of those beers. Um, we've also got a, a Birmingham Midland Special coming up later on in the year towards yeah. the autumn time um, which means that Steve and I are going to force ourselves up up north or as north as Birmingham well, is well it's not really the north is it it's, it's, only, north, it's only in the Midlands north from Essex it's only in the Midlands north from Essex so it's just outside of Watford we're going to spend a bit of time a bit of time in the uh, the Maxwells and um, they're going to tell us why Birmingham is a good place for beer what's going on and we'll share that with everyone else at the same time yeah looking forward to that yeah that, that'll be a good one and um, obviously the end of the year show will be a, a look back pints golden pints and we'll throw in a few very good beers um, but I think what Steve really wants to share with share is um, a crimbo crawl yes um, we will be doing a, a post crimbo crawl show as, as well not going to commit to doing it the morning after 
this year um, unless we get a lot of love from our listeners in terms of that's what they really want to hear us when we're hanging um, but this year's Kumbo Crawl is on Saturday the 2nd of December and in fact I think we decided last year that forevermore the Kumbo Crawl will always be the first Saturday in September yes we have since so December yeah, in December. I'm getting excited because September's my birthday and it's all about me. <laughs> um, so first Saturday in December every year. So uh, this year, Saturday the 2nd of December, and we're going to Sheffield. We are going to Sheffield. So the, uh, which until long, until Manchester recently took that title, was the Carscale City. Yeah, um, capital so, of cars. Yes, so <laughs> Crimbo Crawl, Saturday the 2nd of December. You want to join us? You know where we'll be. We're, we're just finalising details yes. over the summer, so we'll probably, when we come back in September, we'll probably know what the route's going to be and the timings and everything yeah. else. If nothing else, we'll definitely know starting point, yeah. the rough plan, and then it'll be a case of, you know, if you can join us from the start and go through the whole day, or if you want to join us at certain points, then Steve would have mapped it out to the second. If you're late, you can't come in. God help you. Yeah. No badge. <laughs> You won't be allowed a badge if you turn up late. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll share that and hopefully we'll do you know six to eight venues in, in, in the Steel City. Yeah, so it's um, we've got a good rest of the year ahead of us, I think. We have, we have. It's, it's, and you know, that's just the highlights of what's coming out. There's a few other ones in there which I think be quite good as well. Yeah, and obviously over the summer, um, stay uh, tuned for the next Opinions on Films, yep. which is Raiders of the Lost Ark, which will be with you on the 17th of August. And we also have a special all of your own making, don't we? We do. Steve? We have the Fuller's special as, as, as well, which will be with you on the 31st of, of August, which is um, recordings from my visit to, to Fuller's. So much like the Thornbridge show that we did earlier on in the year, this is, uh, this is one with Fuller's as well. So Looking forward uh, to it. that should keep you going over the summer. We are back with... Uh, what will be the Opinions birthday show on the 14th of September. Look forward to it. Mate, it's been a great year. I've really enjoyed working with you. Till September. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.